previously on the Infinite Escape Room. Oh, no, John, what have you done here? Narrowing my eyes at you. Being a naughty boy. You gave me chutney. And welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a gaggle of geographically diverse pals come together, have a drink, and work together to solve a homemade escape room of the ears. I am Mike. Hello. I am drinking. I'm drinking uh, one of my first beers of the year. I'm drinking an Earl Grey Lager from Adnams Brewery in Southwold. Whoa. Just come back from Southwold. And... Love mm, love Adnams Brewery. They basically own the town like some sort of mafia brewery boss thing. And this is not very old grey, to be perfectly honest. It's kind of Bergamonte lagery, but it's still quite nice. And locked in with me today, we have... I'm Alan, and I've got a 19 Crimes with... Uh, and dear dear listener, can't see this glass, but in my in my rather snazzy wine glass. In your pimp chalice. <laughs> it looks, like a, it looks is... like a hen do. It's definitely this is uh, Emma's uh, one of Emma's wine glasses. It's basically a wine glass with leopard print. <laughs> Look, it goes all the way down. It's, <laughs> it's, it says strictly underneath, not for dishwasher use. Oh, <laughs> what's the point? <laughs> what is it's the single point? use? No, <laughs> yeah, so it's a filthy Hindu then. Lord. <laughs> it gets better and better. Uh, I'm Danny, and uh, I forgot to put anything in the fridge, so I'm drinking a delicious Robinson squash. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-mm. And I'm John, and I did put something in the fridge. I'm a little bit concerned. Um, it's very cheap, like me. Uh, this is one of Aldi's own plum porter. <gasps> oh, Aldi now, bits are lovely. It cost me one pound forty nine. <laughs> you know that is going to taste like dark additives. I don't know. Oh, Aldi did it's really good. good. Here we go. I'm getting porter. I'm not getting plum at all. In fact, I'm just getting sort of nice standard porter. Oh, oh maybe well, there's a plum at nice. the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's a comment on me. Maybe it's plummy porter. Maybe. Maybe it's you. for plums. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are plum. a plum and tea is delicious. So. Yeah. Did, uh, John, did, yeah, you purchase, I mean, did you purchase this bottle of beer? Yeah, all it says on the back is that you shouldn't drink it if you're pregnant. Would you oh. describe yourself as owning that bottle of beer? Yes, I own this. <laughs> you may recognise that from the telly. Perfect. And we've peaked. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Amazing. Is that my life now? Yeah, that, oh, I own this puzzle. bingo. Hello, Editing Mike here. Just a quick reminder that John is actually a professional actor, and UK listeners may well have seen him on the telly box uh, in the Ionis advert, where he says, I own this. It's very good. We've all seen it. It's been, it's been on the telly non-stop. And if you'd like to see John in his professional environment, you can probably find it on YouTube as well. Anyway, back to the show. <laughs> so, for the first time yesterday, Grace happened to see it while it was on, and she went nuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. She went... She was going, Daddy, 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 you're on the team, Daddy, Daddy, just losing her mind. And you were like, don't Aww. look at that filth. I guess, <laughs> I I guess it's, it's basically like having someone step through a portal, isn't it? Yeah. yeah that's pretty like, When you're that age, like the TV is this other world, this unreality that you never have access to. And for someone who is real. Yeah. And then your dad and appears is, on it and you're like, oh, God. Yeah. The magic's <laughs> out of your room. <laughs> that's wild. Before we begin, uh, I would just like to thank our fabulous patrons uh, for keeping the show on the road. 
the plane in the sky, Spider-Man attached to the side of a wall, um, and the Batman franchise dead back from the grave once more oh. uh, and in particular i would like to uh, I, I don't need another batman just now unless it's a nice camp michael keaton style no Tim one. i've been hearing on. good things about it um, i've heard mixed and yeah. i'm sorry but it's like we're doing dark and gritty batman that was the last three batman yeah bring, bring back Adam west running along a batman's. pier with a big in, inflatable bomb thing what about val kilmer batman the old Joel schumacher ones we can have oh yeah back. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but like Batman, Batman has never recovered from Heath Ledger dying. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, that's fair. I like think. he did an absolutely incredible performance as the Joker. Yeah, and then died. And I'm sorry, but that that's kind of it, guys. Oh, we did have like, Jared Leto. Oh, nah, well, in the office, he's, okay. <laughs> he's good. Was he? But... Oh, I don't. <laughs> Jared Leto. That was rubbish. That was. It was terrible. Yes, that, <laughs> that film was an absolute travesty. That film was Warner Brothers looking at um, Guardians of the Galaxy and going, "We can do this. We'll just Didn't do get... a group of misfits, awesome soundtrack, and it'll work." And then. That's where they stopped thinking, and then it didn't it hang together. It was terrible. It's, it's one of those films where you, well. could, you could take away, though. You could genuinely, you could take away two thirds of the characters from that movie, and it would be the mm. same movie. That's how <laughs> poor it that's, is. That's concerning. Didn't he have literally Joker tattooed on him, just in case anyone forgot? Presumably, <laughs> presumably asked his tattoo person, "Can you can you tattoo Joker on my face?" Yeah. Oh, was that presumably, the, presumably the tattoo guy went, "Oh, like the Heath Ledger one." And he went, no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not that one. Not oh, that shit, one. Don't mention him. The other. But that's one. the one that everyone asks for. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> not oh, the Wacken <laughs> Phoenix one. No, not, no. not him. No. <laughs> the Adam West one. Adam West Joker. Yeah, he one. was the one where they he had a mustache and I think refused to shave it off. So they just they just painted, painted the mustache. Words. Yeah. <laughs> And they I did that movie that. where all of the villains came together to fight Adam West. And they turned the UN into dust piles or something. <gasps> Do you remember I that? I had that. Yeah, I yeah, had that yeah. on VHS. That's, that that sounds like the beginning they... of Red Dwarf. It does a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the one where they're climbing at the side of the building, isn't it? Yeah, and the Riddler had like Riddler missiles, which would just shoot into the air and explode to make a cloud that spelled a riddle. And that was it. Amazing. That, yeah. <laughs> I need to watch this movie. This sounds incredible. Oh, it, it was amazing. It was a childhood he had... movie, yeah. He had the bat repellents, didn't he? I think it's just Batman the movie. Yeah. A Batman carrying bat repellents seems dangerous. He had, like, he had bat repellents. But, no, sorry, shark repellents. Sorry. Oh. Because his legs started what? getting eaten by a shark because he, he was on a ladder from the bat helicopter or something and a shark bit onto his leg. It was like, Robin, get the shark, bat shark anti-repellent. Yeah. It was, it's, apparently it's just called Batman from 1966. Yeah. Uh, where they Amazing. discover a secret invention that the evil villains plan to use to dehydrate the entire population. That's it, yeah. yeah. Dehydrate? What, because they didn't drink two litres of water a day? Yeah, it basically they zapped them and they just turned into this little pile of dust. And then yeah. it, they got like halfway through and I just remember Batman and Robin having to separate these piles of dust, being like, this is the chairman. And like, <laughs> oh, a little yeah. vial. And... <laughs> yeah. It was fucking yeah, amazing. Robin, well, stop snorting the president. <laughs> <laughs> this movie sounds great, but not as great as our patrons. And in particular, there we go, we go back to where we were. Nice segue. Ah, all of that's having to stay in. Bar that in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in particular, uh, Lily and Jem Fillamy. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks, okay. guys. Thank so, you. We're sorry Thanks, about kids. everything. <laughs> you haven't even done the puzzle yet. You just know what you're sorry oh, I don't for. know. I feel, I, I feel this is not going to be a stellar performance on my part. <laughs>
I'm coming in average, everyone. What? Yeah. <laughs> so what is the infinite escape room, which John's going to have a stellar performance on? Well, it is an escape room, just like any other escape room, the end. Except that in this escape room, you all get pitted against each other by the game's master in some <laughs> awful twisted scheme, because there is always an awful twisted scheme. John, I don't know what you're talking about. This escape room is totally innocent. It happens in your ears and imagination holes. Uh, each week, one of us presents a part of the infant escape room, and this week it's me while the others try and solve them. Uh, if they don't escape within the allotted period of time, then Why'd they you will lose. Why have you blurred your background, Mike? Why have you blurred back- What's in the background? Yeah. Are there clues? Are there clues? Yeah. Hmm? Mostly like last pants. time, or the time before last time, because last time was the cabin in the woods. The Don't time me. before that was the trader in the bank vault, and the time before that was Mike sends everyone secret WhatsApp messages <laughs> with his post-it bullshit in the background. And we have to oh, guess like what that. the puzzle is. Except Alan, who so says, "What's, what's this?" this? <laughs> and then didn't pick up on it at all. Yeah, rookie. just looked at his other post-its. John, I'm, I'm sensing, I'm sensing a little bit of um, paranoia from you. A little bit of no, no. This is cynicism. <laughs> oh, sorry. Unfounded cynicism. Yeah. Hello, listeners. Editing Mike here again. So, uh, John's paranoia is well-founded for two reasons. One, as he said, uh, all of my recent episodes, particularly involving John, Alan and Danny, have involved a little bit of the old sneaky-sneaky on my part, where there's been some sort of dreadful meta game happening in secret behind the puzzle that they may or may not be aware of. Um, The second reason is that John, Alan and Danny all received a little message from me the day before we recorded. That message read... For this puzzle, you have no hidden mission. Undertake the task as normal. Dearest regards from Heston. So, all I want them to do is just to do the puzzle normally. Uh, However, what I've done is... I've hidden it in something, let's be fair, just a little bit suspicious. My hope here is that they'll go into the puzzle deeply, deeply distrustful of one another and on the lookout for sneakiness and 'er ne'er-do-welliness. The message itself is one of the puzzle components as well, uh, but I'm really hoping they'll be too busy being all paranoid and twitchy to work that out. Anyway, back to the show. Sneaky, sneaky. Okay. Um, And if they break anything that they're not supposed to break, they will lose their deposit, which this week is John's massive pile of processors. No, 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 no. No. So that's basically my pension at this point. (laughs) Okay, are you ready, folks? Yeah. No. No. (laughs) Yeah. Then let's enter the infinite escape room. And now I've got to read from a book. (laughs) From a fucking book, like a peasant. Last time on the Infinite Escape Room, you skirted delicately around the atrocities of the day to invoke a powerful Baltic curse on diminutive international pantomime villain Vladimir Putin. Hey. The mysterious magical peddler witch disappeared into the frozen mists, leaving you like the last scoop of vanilla ice cream, cold and alone. You decide to make like an onion. Nope, this is the handwriting thing. Like you decide to make like a union and strike out towards something more interesting. Why don't you make like an onion and get out of here? 
Um, oh, that, and, that's what this show is about now. This show is about <laughs> misreading your own notes. <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to send you a picture of my spider, my fucking spider scratch handwriting into this, and you're going to. The real puzzle here is me deciphering what the fuck I'm yeah, talking escape about. Escape Mike's madness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You decide to make like a union and strike out towards something more interesting, but get no further than a few feet before finding yourselves frozen mid-step. You've been frozen like this before, and find your suspicions confirmed when a voice behind you says, Oh, who's it going to be? Let's guess, let's guess. Um, I'm, I'm going with probably Margaret Thatcher, because, you know, Russia big and nasty, we're back in that time, I'm guessing, 80s and the Tories. Um, Any advance? I'm going to guess that Mike can't read his own handwriting and it's going to be, do you know what I mean? So it's like, going to be Wild Grit Batcher. Yeah, or some wild card like Chris Akabusi. <laughs> Hello again. I've got another little job for you. <laughs> the flesh equivalent of a potato with glasses steps in front of you. A crude tube of humanity in chef's whites, devoid of any sort of the most basic facial features. Alan, I don't think that's a hint. You don't write that bit down. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> He's like, I'm Heston fucking Blumenthal. And as you may remember, my mystery, my mastery. <laughs> my onions. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That is, that is staying in. <laughs> I'm Hester fucking Blumenthal, and as you may remember, my mastery of molecular gastronomy has given me unparalleled control over the fabric of space-time. <laughs> he produces a cherry bakewell and plucks the glacé cherry from the top. The sky above you performs a whole day-night cycle in the blink of an eye, before settling back to the normal flow of time. As you can see... The flowing of cosmic energies fundamental to the stability of the universe have really enhanced the flavour of the little almond you on this sumptuous co-op bakehouse hut. <laughs> the the flowing of this is a wonderful pun. Good job. Uh, having now perfected this as the best food stuff in the world, I've decided to tackle the second greatest edible ever created. The Bernard Matthews Turkey Twizzler. <laughs> He reaches inside the folds of his apron and produces a complicated-looking pot. I did you to secure an authentic 90s Twizzler, along with a super-secret recipe. When you're done, put the Twizzler in this time-travelling pressure cooker. You'll need to keep an eye out for that olive oil-drenched, slippery bumhole, Jamie Oliver, as well. <laughs> Wherever there's a Twizzler, he's not far behind. Heston Bridges' toll hasn't been the same since that stroke, has it? <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest thing, but what I can say is this toast, and my left side is tingly. <laughs> oh, that's definitely getting the snip. Heston reaches back inside his apron and produces one of his famous time-travelling soufflés. So, sorry, what was the pause there? <laughs> I think that was a page, page turn. I was, I I was literally turning a page. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> the automatic well, effects. Yeah. And produces... Dot, dot, dot. When this souffle collapses the waveform, you'll be sent back to the year 1999. You'll have 30 minutes until the quantum sausage finishes grilling. If you're back, sans twister, then woe betide you. And with that... 
The souffle Whoa. in his hands. <laughs> and with that, the souffle in his hands folds in on itself, and reality bends around you with it. And a sound a bit like. <laughs> a bit like. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Mike was doing this voice all the way back on the drive? Oh, God. Oh, oh, man. It's, it's amazing voice. she hasn't killed him. <laughs> Laura, what do you think of this? Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> No! <laughs> Three <laughs> hours. Headphones in. <laughs> you blink, and your ears are assaulted by the final bars of Westlife's I Have a Dream. You smell distant copies of Pokemon Red and Blue on sale, and you can't help shaking the feeling that Nissan have just released the facelifted Primera. Hmm? You appear to have been gastronomically warped into a small factory. Back in the year 1999. Oh, what year? Your limbs are unfrozen. What would you like to do? If only Y2K had been the end of the world. Like <laughs> 1999 was a it was a good year to go out on. Yeah, it was good times. Uh, let's. Do, what's around us? We inspect yeah. around us, please. Looking around, you can see Find the page. A, a small 1999 Bernard Matthewsy standard factory room. You can see that there's a, a large, complicated-looking machine on the wall to your left. Directly in front of you appears to be a series of hoppers. There's a door to your right, and the floor is covered in cats. Covered in, in cats? cats. Uh, not the musical, you mean like... When we just want to make sure your handwriting's correct there. You said cats, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the small fairy things with okay. tails. Can we take a look at the hoppers? Sure thing. Uh, you take a look at the hocker, ho- hoppers. Oh. Um, I, I said it. You didn't even have to read it. <laughs> <laughs> How can you mis misread me? Uh, there are four large tubular hoppers, each with a little spout, which would appear to dispense one hundred grams of the contained stuff within. Oh, not a fucking cooking one. <laughs> the <laughs> hoppers are labelled from left to right: one turkey, two pork fat, three rusk. Four additives. Pork fat. What? Say that again. Turkey, pork fat, rusk, and, and additives. Additives. Okay, we're looking for a recipe, folks. Pork fat. Let's not dwell on what rusk is. Isn't additive? Isn't rusk? Isn't additive? Isn't rusk the little uh, biscuits for babies? Yeah. You can also see that there's a uh, another little hopper next to it, which would appear to dispense bowls that you might use to catch said ingredients when they are dispensed. Oh, wonderful. Bowl, bowl um, hopper. The can, we hopper look at the, bowl, the hop- can we have a look at the cats on the floor? Uh, certainly. Uh, they are any are- city in Alan's garden? <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. I mean, we have not got 30... I've not got 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's one. Yeah. They are just on, standard cats. cats. Standard meowy cats. Shitting everywhere. Shitting everywhere. No, they're not shitting everywhere. This is a, this is a sterile environment. They're not shitting oh, everywhere. Right. They've got a yeah, designated the shitting area, and this is not it. They're all going to Alan's garden to shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> as is the cat way. I have a solution. Okay. Uh, what were the other items in the room? A machine and a door, and that was it. Okay, should we hit the door? Yeah. I mean, walk through the door, not actually hit it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so you go to the door, and it appears to be locked. Uh, it appears to need a key to open. However, there is more to see at the door. You can see that there is actually a uh, cat flap at the bottom of the door, and there appears to be a note pinned to the wall next to the door. Ooh, what does the say? note say? The note says, 
Start with turkey, three times as much as the next ingredient. Oh, God. Start turkey three times as much as the next. This is like that awful potion, the the metallurgy one that I did, (laughs) where you get the recipe, but you get it in the wrong order. One third as much pork fat as additives. In fact, I'll give you the whole thing and then I'll do it again. Oh my God, there's more. I would say, do you have this in like written in the chat, but you don't, do you? <laughs> I could right, probably could type- you send us all a letter? I could probably actually type this out, but I'll read it out first. Okay. okay. Two thirds rusks to turkey ratio. 50% more additives than rusks. Half felis catus per 300 grams of turkey. Do we, do we think this is in order already? Well, it did say start with start in the with first them. one. But yeah. it didn't say, hmm, what's the next ingredient? What were the order of the hoppers? Uh, from left to right, they were turkey, pork fat, rusk, additives. And it says start with turkey, and then the next one was pork fat, and then rusk, and then additives. Oh, I missed pork fat out. So, so I think they are in order. Pork fat does not get to mention in this recipe, though. Yeah, it was the second thing he said. No, no, no. Start with turkey. Three times as much as the next ingredient. Oh, sorry. One third as much pork fat. Yeah. Yeah, G. Start with turkey. Three times as much as the next ingredient. One third as much pork fat as additive. Two thirds rusks to turkey ratio. 50% more additive than rusk. And half felis catus per 300 grams of turkey. Um, not to be a pedant, but I'm noticing there's only one piece of punctuation in that, and it's after turkey, start with turkey, comma, and then everything else is punctuation free. Do we think there's anything in that? No. I, I don't, but, you know. <laughs> okay. Don't let that stop um, you, you're trying to run the clock down. Okay. Is the clock going again? Oh, the, clock, the clock's going. I just thought oh, John might be trying to run the clock down with the, uh... Um... Because um, he's a traitor, Jonathan. Oh, here we go. Um, Are we going to do this? Are we going to do this right now? Because that is a very fine way to run the clock. (laughs) Hello, Editing Mike here. Could these be the first rumblings of my sneaky little seeded possible betrayal but not actually plot uh, finally paying off? Uh, Probably not, but let's see. So third as much pork fat as additives. Yeah, the only thing that actually has any weight to it is the turkey at the end. Hmm. And that just that's just on the line that gives us half as much cat per three hundred grams of turkey. So what if you I start mean, with three hundred grams? Three times three times turkey. Nine hundred grams of turkey then. So if, if you had three hundred, so... right? Start with three hundred grams of turkey and then three hmm. times as much of that as the, next, the next ingredient. So that means a hundred grams, grams of pork, of pork fat. fat. Two thirds rust to turkey ratio, so that would be two hundred grams of rusk. Yeah, fifty percent more additives than rusk. That then that would be uh, three hundred grams of additives. So then half felis caddis per three hundred grams of turkey, so one hundred fifty grams of cat. Yeah, and then that works out because then a hundred grams of rusk is a third. No, sorry, 600. what you said is right. As far as I that gives us one thousand and fifty grams total weight. Write that down. Um, we could try and do that yeah um, we haven't looked uh, at the machine how, yet though how, how the can we up? skin a cat there's many ways i think yeah, it's, it doesn't it, i assume you just lob it in this machine <laughs> we haven't looked at but let's look yeah, at the machine, to find the machine. Out. okay so you go over and take a look at the machine it appears to be a large almost wallace and gromit uh, <laughs> style contraption uh, all full of boobity boops and pipes and satisfying rounded bolts holding it together it has uh, a large metal hopper 
on one side, within which uh, appears to be a little plate it has a red light and a green light next to it. There's um, a large it- pipe descending from the bottom of the machine, going to what looks like a small dispenser. So the plate in the hopper, could you just explain what you mean by that a bit? Sure thing. So there's a large metal hopper, a hopper being kind of like a large receptacle, and there appears mm. to be, rather than it being a perfectly smoothed, uh, kind of rounded conch-style hopper, uh, appears to have a plate at the bottom, perhaps for some sort of measury sensory kind of thing that the machine might do. Oh, to make sure okay, we've got who, the right amount of ingredients. Who's chucking a cat in the hopper? <laughs> I, 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 just any cat? Just pick up a cat? Let's just pick yeah. up a cat. Pick up a cat. Alan, Alan I'll, picks I'll up a cat. I'll stick it in. I've already got the cat. Um, can I chuck the cat in the... Alan, Alan, have you got something against cats? No, no, love cats. I, I, genuinely, do, I genuinely do like no, cats. No, no, no. <laughs> I do. I just don't like it when they shit my uh, fucking garden. This is what being a homeowner does to you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Alan, you pick up a cat and you put it inside the hopper. Brilliant. What does a cat what think happens? of that? Uh, cats what just kind of, cat think of that? Cats just kind of looking at you bemusedly, as cats do. Um, I look at it angrily. Inside the hopper. I do see we need to put hang on do we need to put all the other ingredients in with the cat oh because this is the machine presumably that makes the twizzler yeah maybe so if we use the other hoppers mike can we use the other hoppers to measure out 300 grams of turkey 100 grams of pork fat 200 grams of rusk and 300 grams of additive please you do so Ooh, can we chop them into the hopper with the cat you do the, the light button. on the machine is red pressing the oh, button wow. appears to do nothing Okay. But we haven't weighed the cat. We just oh, and yeah. the recipe say oh, half a cat. Half a cat. Yes. We need half a cat. No, half as much cat oh, for three hundred yes. grams of turkey. So we need hundred and fifty grams of cat. We need to weigh the cat and then cut the cat up. Jesus. Sounds fine. And and get <laughs> I feel like the maybe, cat way. Come on. <laughs> would the other way to do it not be to weigh the cat and adjust the recipe around the cat? Yes. Rather than, <laughs> it would. Rather it than would. butchering a feline. <laughs> I'll put I mean, this knife the, down then. Daddy, like doing that will not save the cat. Play, <laughs> I mean, like, the cat's true. The cat's gonna yeah. Die. Yeah. True. If anything, there's more okay. cats to go around. Do we have a scales? Uh, you look around the room, you cannot see a scales. You just have yourselves, uh, what you came with, and the items. What did we right? come with? Uh, you came with the pressure cooker pot from Heston. Is there anything in it? The quantum sausage, isn't it? No, I think the quantum sausage is just what's um, bubbling away in Heston's time kitchen somewhere, keeping you guys in the oh. past. So you take a look at the pressure cooker pot. It is uh, just a standard-looking pressure cooker pot. However, uh, it appears to be locked with a three-letter combination lock. God. Uh, There's something etched into the side of the lock. Okay. Uh, And I'll send it to you via Discord now. (gasps) Oh, so it's um, it's sort of like an equals, but with three lines, uh, an envelope. Mm. I believe that's that's the lines denoting the envelope oh. speeding, <laughs> yes. like um like an old email icon. Yeah, um, with a like a, a speech mark with C in it, and then the letters A B C dot one. Is this a say what you see thing? Oh, it could be. Maybe. Oh, like a web a for that. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it does look like a C, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it's oh. not supposed to look like oh. a C. Is it meant to be a phone a or phone symbol? A sausage uh, might look a bit more like that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's like that's like the WhatsApp one. Oh, oh, uh, for fuck's sake! So, 
Right. Did any Gentlemen, of you get shall we a, compare uh... messages that we received from Mike earlier? <laughs> I'd like to... Um, yes. Okay. So I got a, uh, a message from Mike on WhatsApp yesterday at 4.24pm, uh, and it said, for this puzzle, you have no hidden mission. Undertake the right. task as well. Alan, Alan, Alan yeah. I'm going to need you to show the message to the camera as evidence. <laughs> Why? Because I'm not sure I... I'm going, to, I'm going to invoke the podcast rule here. Yeah, oh. you have to audibly... Hello, editing Mike here. At last, suspicious payoff. Okay, I'm, I'm going to keep. Re- I'm, I can read this out. I'm going to read yeah, this out. Read you, it you out. Can, you can read this out. For this mission, you have no. Sorry, bleh. for this puzzle, you have no hidden mission. Undertake the task as normal. Dearest regards from Heston. I also received a message from Michael at four twenty-five yesterday saying for this puzzle you have no hidden mission undertake the task as normal dearest regards from heston and i the same at 425 can you exactly the same for this puzzle you have no hidden mission undertake the task as normal dearest regards from heston well and we have fast moving envelope whatsapp symbol abc.1 so uh we got them uh the times what time did you get yours danny sorry uh 425 um, both of you got yours at 4.25. Okay, so I got mine at 4.24. Maybe that doesn't mean anything. I don't think that's relevant. Um, Speeding mail, WhatsApp symbol. Maybe Danny's... ABC. Um, the first capitalised... The first letter of say, every... FUD. FUD. Can we put FUD into the pressure cooker? You put F, U and D into the pressure cooker and it pops open. Yeah. Oh. What? I was, really? I was literally wow. going to well say... Done, guys. When Danny read his message out, I was literally going to say, I don't fucking believe you, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're the traitor. Ah, uh, fair. Because I am the traitor. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Three sentences. Okay, cool. Yeah. What's inside? Uh, nothing. It's where you put the Twizzler at the end. Uh, oh, okay, fine. Um, you're fucking kidding me. <laughs> I am. Oh. Not. Oh. It is empty. Oh, God damn it! There is uh, something on the door. Um, there's a cat flap on the door, I think, isn't there? Yeah. Can oh, I stick happens? my head yeah. through the cat flap? Uh, sure. Uh, there's What's loads there? of cats on the other side. Fuck! So many. Like, you can't see for all the cats on the other side of that flap. I'm, I'm wondering if there's something... So that requires a key, right? Mm-hmm. So there's something we haven't found. Is there anything in the room we haven't searched? No. We've searched everything. Do any of the cats have keys on their collars? Oh, hang on. Mike, if we stick our head through the cat flap and look into the other room, can we see a key anywhere? No. Just lots of cats. Can, just lots of cats. 15 minutes remaining. Do we have to butcher one of the cats to frighten the other? Well, we've away? got nothing to butcher it with. I think we need to double the recipe because then we've got half a cat is whole cat. Half feeders catus per 300 grams. Oh, yes. Yeah, so course. we've got 300 grams, so it's expecting half a cat. So we need a whole cat. So... Right, yeah, we. You're right. Oh, it's not half as much feeless catus. It's half feeless catus per three hundred grams. Right. So, okay, so let's double up then. So it'll be six hundred grams of turkey, two hundred grams of pork fat, four hundred grams of rusk, six hundred grams of additives, and one whole cat. Yeah. Mike, can we put those ingredients into the hopper, please? You do. The light on the hopper turns green. Yeah. Well done. I Push wouldn't make button. you butcher a cat. That would be weird. Yeah, that I would be terrible. Whereas I did like blending one into a turkey Twizzler is totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, John. Did you say you wanted to 
push the button. You push the button and the ingredients and the cat disappear into the machine with what <laughs> I don't describe as a rather surprised <laughs> meow followed by a somewhat, let's describe this as damp and gristly mechanical sound. Hmm. Oh, oh God. The machine hums, vibrates and squelches for several seconds before the pipe underneath it vibrating violently. After a moment, it coils out and extrudes a perfect orange turkey Twizzler. <laughs> coils out sounds filthy. Um, no sooner oh. has the machine extruded this perfect Twizzler than... Hang on, I'm going to need this in front of me because my handwriting is fucking awful. Yeah. Oh, no. A cat's going to eat it. No sooner has the machine extruded a perfect Twizzler than a bolt of fleshy lightning has flashed before you. It's the man once known as the naked chef, Jamie Oliver. He's stark, bollock naked and covered with olive oil. Appears to be whizzing in and out of the room via the cat flap. And he's got the Twizzler, his greasy face, trailing his cockney balls. He disappears back. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so we need to do the same again, but someone needs to barricade the cat flap. Okay, yeah, can we do that? Can, can we put Alan's head in the cat flap? Yeah, so that he can't get in. All right. Shall we try that and then repeat the recipe? Yeah. Go on then. Alan's uh, in the press the button. I, I'm, I'm up. Yeah, bang my head in there. Let's go. <laughs> okay, cool. Alan, you stick your head in the cat flap and then you grab another cat and another 600 Range grams of, of turkey, 200 grams of pork fat, 400 grams of rusks, 600 grams of additives. Yep. Yep. Okay. By the way, apart from the cat, um, these are genuinely the ingredients for, um, for a turkey Twizzler. Uh, oh. They are less than four. Well, they are 35% turkey, a turkey Twizzler. Nice. Wow. To Is the cat fair, just the replacement for the secret if, ingredient? If you just asked me, I would have thought it was lower oh. <laughs> yeah. than thirty-five percent. Like I would not have, I would not have been in the double digits. Yeah, my estimate. I'd have been like, "Where's the sawdust hopper?" <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's sort of covered by rusk, really, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Mm. Sort of husk is kind of. Um, oh, sorry, you probably want to do the thing, don't you? Uh, Danny, John, uh, would one of you like to press the button? I'll push it this time. Danny, you push the, the button. Yours. Once more, Thanks. there is a rather surprised and forlorn meow as the cat and ingredients <laughs> disappear into the machine. You hear once more a soggy and grisly mechanical grinding sound. The machine mm. vibrates, and then the tube extrudes a perfect Twizzler. Jamie, clearly catching scent of this, tries to fire out the cat flap and bumps his head into Alan's head. No, 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 no. Bumps his cockney balls into... Oh, <laughs> well, I, well, I mean, oh. He doesn't go out of the cat flap balls first, John. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but then his massive balls, um, because of momentum, um, <laughs> then carry him across the room, being as he is covered in olive oil. So, Alan, keep him out. Alan's face is now covered in olive oil and Jamie Oliver. Mm, uh, you now Find have out. in your hands a perfect 1990s turkey Twizzler. And right. uh, Jamie Oliver is on the floor, um, very much at your mercy. Oh. Please. Hang on, hang on, let me get the voice right. Oh. Please. He begs you. Give me that sweet Twizzly meat stick. <laughs> I'll do anything. He locks <laughs> eyes with Danny meaningfully. He knew I was the weak one. <laughs> I can't get enough of the twiz. I think if I had to go to cold turkey Twizzler now, I'd lose my mind. Oh, <laughs> excellent. Tall schools talking about healthy eating while looking like an inflated sausage skin with a fringe. Open a chain of over optimistically priced and ultimately doomed restaurants and ultimately. <laughs> 
end up sucking off Greg Wallace in a Croydon multi-story. Please, <laughs> don't do this to me. Hmm. Okay, so it's either mercy killing of Jamie Oliver <laughs> or... Put him in the hopper. <laughs> then we'll call it Jamie's Turkey Twizzlers. Yeah. Right like that, really. And uh, double the price. Yeah. And they'd be very oily. Okay, so we either... But if we give Jamie the turkey Twizzler, like, well, that just feeds his addiction. Yeah, we have to help him. I think we should put the turkey Twizzler in our pressure cooker and seal it. You I put, think we should. Yeah. Okay. Right. You put the Twizzler in the pot, and the time returner function kicks in. It vanishes with a pop, and returns a second later with a distinct rattle. You open the pan and see a tape recorder inside and a key. Yeah. Oh, it's not over. Unbidden, the recorder plays at you. Excellent work. With this Twizzler in my possession, I now own the two best foods ever made. With this political leverage, I can finally combine Crafts and Hagen-Dazs ice cream to create the ultimate Korean fusion dessert. You're free to go. Here's the Twizzly turkey to go about your business. You take what appears to be an orange spiral key from the bottom of the pan and use it to unlock the door on the opposite side of the room. You step out of the room, leaving Jamie to his grim future. You gasp. Before you is something you thought lost. But no, you're still in 1999, and giant breaded turkey dinosaurs roam salty plains of golden goodness in front of you. Is Kerry Katona atop one of them? (laughs) (laughs) This would be ideal if it wasn't for the crushing knowledge that everything's going to go to shit in 23 years' time. Looks like you have to save the future. To be continued. <gasps> bum, 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 bum. And yay. yay. Well done, guys. And can the traitor now please reveal themselves? It was me all along. What? You no. <laughs> Was it? No, it wasn't. I'm just messing with you. There was no traitor. So none of us were? No. No, you all got the same message. Heston oh doesn't need to fuck. Heston doesn't need to fuck okay, up. That's, that's right. why he sends you a message. I, no, no, no. I have some. I have some thoughts. Amazing. Here because John, like, I, fucking I, I, I might have. I, I may have been guilty of attacking Alan and Danny over this, and then both of them replied to me with the same GIF. Right. <laughs> yes, Alan. Amazing, Danny. Yes, Alan. Can I genuinely? Can I describe the message? Amazing. This is the message I got off um, uh, uh, Sweet John um, this evening. Um, yeah. Shortly before the sweet, sweet, sweet John. Sweet, sweet, sweet John. John. Sweet, innocent John. Um, I, I, first of all, I got a, um, a forwarded message and it said, it's 7.01, Mike sent me this. What did he send you? Uh, we have to punish him for the bullshit, Alan. <laughs> effect. I know it's you. <laughs> Amazing. He, I didn't get such Before poetry. that, sorry, he also said, uh, what, what's he sent you? And I said, well, surely this is against the rules. He said, absolutely not. That motherfucker needs to teach a lesson. <laughs> oh, I love it. So what did you send him out? What did you send him? I sent him the, uh, the Fry uh, Suspicious GIF. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I sent, because he, he did the same to me, and then I, I just forwarded in my messages. I said, I just got this. And, he put, and oh. then I thought, when I received the same gift from both of you, I genuinely thought, oh, fuck, is it both of them? Yeah. Are they in league? Yeah. Well, is this like That's some beautiful. awful message? I well, even said, 
In one of my messages, I said, what did, why has Danny replied to you? Assuming that John has just messaged Danny, not knowing, yeah. but apparently he did. And I love that because that must have just fueled your paranoia. Yeah. Like me knowing, oh, you've messaged Danny, have you? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed mine because I, yeah, I just forwarded him the message that I got from Mike. And then I just kind of tweaked that actually, what if John's a traitor? And I said, oh, uh, yeah. And if your special mission was to get my message, well done. Because I was just like, I'm knowing <laughs> it. I was like, here you go. Here you go, and mate. And he said, oh, no, I got the same. Um, so, and then he replied, so it's Alan. And then I replied, <laughs> oh, fucking Alan, brummy spy. And he said, unless it's none of us and we're meant to be paranoid. And I said, oh, or maybe it's you pulling the message up. And then, yeah, I, I posted the, the suspicious fry uh, gif as well. So. <laughs> It's wonderful we both... Ch- it's just the perfect yeah. gift for that, though. Like, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I sent the same one to Mike when, when he sent me the fucking initial message. <laughs> just, 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 yeah. But yeah, that's genius that John was trying to question us both and we both just replied. Amazing. It's so good. Suspicious. Fuck's yeah. sake. Suspicious. So were, were you suspicious of each other during the recording? No. <laughs> I was at the beginning. I was suspicious at the beginning of anyone who was quiet. Um... And for a bit, I'd be I'd looking at your camera going, what is it? Is it you? And Alan, you always look a bit guilty. Like, you look, you always look from like Birmingham. who's, I just, who's, just, like that. who's just fled place. a restaurant without pay. <laughs> like, you look like that. Like, you've not, like, killed the man or anything, but you've done some sort of petty crime petty thing. Petty crime. But... You kept doing your but... concentration face, mate. That's what it was. My <laughs> <laughs> typing face. Alan, Alan, were you suspicious of anybody? Or did you just think it was... Uh... I was I was suspicious of you first of all, Mike, um, because uh, up until in two thousand and four when we first met, <laughs> it's only grown since. <laughs> because first of all, uh, we're running up to the recording, and I thought that's strange. Mike hasn't sent me a fucking message, and then sure enough, <laughs> he did. And then I was suspicious of John. John was what I was Why? suspicious of because Why the, me? Because first of all, you asked me, and that's what I said. I said maybe he told you to interrogate me, and I, I thought, I, I thought, yeah, as Danny said, perhaps you were. Uh, you were trying to get information out of me. Yeah, I realised too late, and I was sent him a message, and I was like, "Oh, fuck. I didn't what send if that him was his job." Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> Do not I look at the recording. We... Danny's failed already. Like, oh, <laughs> we've all come round to the idea that if Mike brings the three of us on, it's solely so he can fuck with us. I reckon he sent us a message like months <laughs> ago that we kind of was part of the conversation, but in in like a few recordings' time, it's going to be that message from like July last year. I ran to go, mm. for fuck's sake, scroll all the way back in WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. Yeah, he did send me a photo of a dog, but if you look by the tree, there is a post-it note on the tree. Look on the post-it note. There's a three-pin fucking number. Yeah. Right. To, to be fair, it was just basically, it was cover. It was trying to be cover for sending you guys the WhatsApp code, but you absolutely smashed the WhatsApp code straight away. Yeah. Um, well done. Well, I didn't. You guys did that. Danny, was that Danny? I think it was because Alan was alluding to it, and I was just like, "Fad, just fucking I, fad." I thought it was an e- a three equal sign. <laughs> I was not. I was, anyway, I was nowhere near there. <laughs> that was very sweet. There's an the, equal sign with uh, three an, lights. An uh, equal sign. This, an envelope. The CITV logo and yeah. uh, <laughs> classic throwback. <laughs> to be fair, Mike, you did bugger up the WhatsApp logo a bit there, mate. Like I did. It's e- not. Yeah, it's not that way round, and it's going to be in the show notes, so everyone can judge. Yeah. Oh, holy cow! Artistic it's that talent. way round. You were very, you were very good, um, Danny, with the realizing that it wasn't half as much cat; it was half a cat. Oh, yeah. That, the, the maths, well done on that. 
I guess oh, yeah. Happens. Well done for that, John, because you just were like, bosh, maths, easy, let's go. It was just the cat bit. Yeah. It's that arts degree <laughs> coming in and shining. No, to be Beautiful. fair, you guys you guys obliterated the puzzle elements of that really quickly. You did a great job. Uh, and you actually finished with uh, nine minutes to spare. So Ooh, well, as many lives as a cat. <gasps> oh, there it is. Oh, Significantly less than two. Throwing it into cats. a hopper. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to point out that I Twice. do like cats. By the way, uh, I, in, in fact, that's Full the reason I have, mate, I have this cat problem. Alan, because don't I keep, this is all getting cut, mate. <laughs> yeah. I, I keep I keep fussing the cats in the garden that come to visit, and that's why then I'll visit, and they just got used to shitting here, I guess. Right, uh, I am going to take us out. Can we get more Heston Blumenthal impersonation? Yeah, yeah. Can you do a little a mini outro bit as yeah. Heston Blumenthal? As Heston Blumenthal. Yeah. <laughs> Oh Getting in character. How oh long God. was he practicing that for? <laughs> Three uh, you'll, hours. You'll be you'll be sad to hear there was not much practice involved. No. <laughs> Go on, mate. So with my thermonuclear <laughs> frankfurter very much in hand, let's finish the show. Thank you very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our fridge www.heston's big old um, <laughs> scientific mega fridge.co.uk. I've made my fridge out of sausages. <laughs> <laughs> you can also follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier underscore podcast. If you've enjoyed the episode, I hope you did, we'd be obliged if you could very much please, pretty please, give us a little review of iTunes or Facebook. As it's a very big help in reaching new audiences. John's and if you know Heston, <laughs> please could you tweet him a link to this episode? <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode of Heston's... What was his show called? Um, what's his Heston's... Heston's... Uh, gastro... Heston's Hopefuls. Yeah, something like that. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Antiques Road Show. Bye bye now. Bye bye. 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 And it's goodbye from me as well, Michael. (laughs) Just in case you thought there were. Mike, you just missed him again. Oh, he's just here. (laughs) Never in the same room.